Hi, this is Greg Nash. I'd like to welcome you to another It's a Grand Life. And we want to talk about the process today that uh, we grandparents go through when we're contemplating becoming guardians for our granddaughter or grandsons, and also the uh, some of the pieces that we should put in place to make sure that the transition is smooth and that the outcome is what we're looking for. And although this is a uh, this is new territory for all of us. There's not a person listening to this broadcast and anticipated that you were going to have a grand family. I'm absolutely sure of it. And um, when uh, your kids were younger, you never envisioned that uh, there was going to be a situation that occurred. And each situation tends to be a little different where you might be the one who's raising your granddaughter or your grandson. But here we are. And we are going to embrace it. As uh, Pastor Rick Warren says, we are not going to waste our pain. And, and uh, we are here at It's a Grand Life to be a source of encouragement to you, to provide resources, and to uh, absolutely and unequivocally try to uh, provide a support network for you, th even through our, our Facebook page, uh, it, It's a Grand Life. We'd love for you to come out and and sign up for that and, and, and let us know if there's any guests you want us to interview or if there's any subjects you want us to tackle. We've got some phenomenal shows coming up. But, but right now, we're going to talk about seeking outside help and uh, to help you navigate this uh, new life. You know, this is a new territory, as I mentioned, for everyone. And, you know, post-COVID, we're in a new America. You know, I'm, uh, my background is in healthcare. And, you know, in the past uh, um, couple of years since, uh, since COVID, there has been a 46% increase in the need for behavioral health services in our country, uh, which 46% is absolutely amazing. And even before that, if you, I remember reading in the Wall Street Journal that there was a loneliness epidemic in our country pre-COVID. So you take the loneliness, you add the depression, you add the all the other things going on with this uh, behavioral health explosion. And all of us either need behavioral health support or we know of someone who needs behavioral health support. I want to encourage you, my dear friends, grandma, grandpa, yeah, I am papa, I want to encourage you that maybe you need to talk to someone that uh, can be your advocate during this process. And I, I virtually guarantee you that your granddaughter or your grandson needs to talk to someone during this process. You're awesome. Your heart's in the right spot. I know. But uh, it's nice to have a third party where your um your beloved little granddaughter and grandson can have someone to to chat with. Um, when when your um, family is starting to implode, like ours has been through, uh, we started to pray, and it was highly recommended. And we and I, and I don't want you to think that when someone recommended that we um, go forward with the guardianship or that we look at getting a psychologist for us to talk to, we didn't run to that. You know, we we were very reluctant to do that, and uh, um, we we just thought we could just pray about this and things would just happen the way they're supposed to happen. Well, they did, and we um, eventually we realized, you know, this is too much for us. Uh, the fact that uh, um, every phone call from our daughter brings a a new uh, storm cloud into the room where my wife and I are, and dealing with the details of someone living on the street in inner city Detroit with behavioral health and substance abuse issues, um, not knowing if she left her contacts at the last residence where she was crashing or if she's been beaten up 
or if her brand new glasses, uh, her uh, they, when our daughter re uh, went out on her own uh, into the inner city, she only had one set of daily contacts. And, you know, that's just a recipe for disaster. So her mom, who's uh, probably like a lot of you ladies out there, immediately said, we've got to call the lens crafters and we've got to get some glasses for our daughter. She can't see. So she immediately went, bought these glasses and we didn't know where she was or have a way of getting them to her. But she reached out to her uncle and we were able to work out an exchange where her uncle was able to deliver these things and some basic um toiletries and what have you, because she's staying in homes without electricity, without heat, without uh, plumbing. And um, uh, when you process that on a daily basis, it, there's some days it's really challenging to uh, get out of bed. And um, and I, I know if you're going through this, you're right here with me, because this is something you, you wouldn't wish on anybody. But that's uh, that's where you are. And, and and you may have the most phenomenal group of friends and a, and a, and a pastor with a phenomenal listening ear, but uh, but I would still recommend that you talk to a professional and they've got insight that, uh, in fact, we're going to have some psychologists on the program a little later this year. They're just, they are so talented and they have just such incredible expertise at the grand family situation and that... Uh, uh, in fact, I had breakfast with uh, one of my psychologist friends uh, today who who was were describing this situation. He says, you know, the uh, the grand family scenario is a lot like an adoption situation. You know, when you adopt someone, you're not these these uh, children have not been in your home from birth. So there's been some situations that the children have had to to address that may not have been ideal. And uh, but you you inherit the child and you inherit the previous trauma that they're wrestling with, or that they've they've pushed down in in their their feelings, and uh, you so you you may need some help help to address that. I thought that was really helpful. So uh, those of you in an adoptive situation, uh, you know this podcast for you too, and. Uh, um, and remember that verse I, I shared a, a couple of weeks ago, one of my favorites that uh, from James 127, the pure religion is this to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. Man, if you're looking out for the orphans and you're helping the widows, you're right where God's heart is. And that's where you get the grand life. Because the minute what I found is the minute that I start sharing my story out of concern for you and I start praying for you and trying to get the resources that could be a blessing to you, my pain is minimized. It doesn't go away, but it's minimized because I don't want it to always be about me. We are so delighted that you are here with us today and and uh, just want to just, again, underscore the fact that uh, uh, the need for talking to professionals and what a difference that is uh, that makes and, um, you know, our um, our psychologist, who's absolutely terrific, she's going to be on in, in a couple of weeks, shared with us a concept, which I thought was just so great, was about, you know, the, the concept about how you're grieving for your daughter or your son who's on the wrong path. You may even feel guilty that there's not more you can do because you, you can't run down into the inner city of Detroit in a... Uh, a, a drug zone and um, 
start interacting with your daughter and her her uh, druggy friends and try and make life better for them. That that there's not a lot of wisdom in that. So there's a lot of grieving that goes on from a parent standpoint, and from uh, your granddaughter or grandson standpoint, there are things that maybe are bottled up inside of them that you can't get out. And what we found anyway is that having a third party professional deal with our granddaughter and deal with uh, uh, Yaya and I has really, really been helpful. I want to encourage you in that regard uh, to find a, a healthcare behavioral health professional to talk to. And, you know, 10 years ago, we would never say this, right? We, we wouldn't talk about this, but uh, if with the 46% explosion in behavioral health in our country, either you're wrestling with it or you know somebody that's wrestling with it. And let's get the help that we need to help us live the grand life. I want to thank you for joining us today. Please join us next time and invite your friends for another It's a Grand Life. Thank you. Remember to never waste your pain. Your story can help others. That's the whole point of It's a Grand Life. Please reach out to me. I can be a blessing to you and pray for you or help you connect to free resources that can make your journey a little easier. God can use your situation to bless others, even halfway around the world. Together, we have hope. And as my own grandma used to say, and she was always quoting biblical promises to me, but this one from Isaiah 26.3, he will keep him or her in perfect peace, whose mind is fixed on him because he trusts in him. Please make sure to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. I look forward to talking to you again real soon. But remember, with God's help, it's a grand life.